rising sea levels, extreme weather patterns, extinctions of species. Our planet needs protecting. I'm Adam Vaughan, the Environment Editor for The Times, and this is Planet Hope from The Times, in partnership with Rolex and its Perpetual Planet Initiative. In this podcast, we hear from leading experts from around the world who are committed to finding solutions. These explorers, scientists, entrepreneurs and citizens are committed to a common goal, to protect our home, Earth. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 13th of July. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Emily Ferrier. Sri Lanka's president flees the country amid protests. I believe that several members of his family, including his brothers Basil and the former president of Sri Lanka, Mahinda Rajapaksa, have also fled along with other generations of this uh, dynasty. And an American newspaper has released footage of the Uvalde shooting. The way that video was released today is one of the most chicken things I've ever seen. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Sri Lanka's president Gotabaya Rajapaksa has reportedly fled the country to the Maldives. It follows mass protests over the island's economic crisis. The president has been in hiding after crowds stormed his palace on Saturday. Protesters have been demanding that the president and his prime minister go or face much bigger demonstrations. Dr Sajan Goel is an international security director for the London-based Asia-Pacific Foundation and has told Times Radio the president was not the only person to flee. I believe that several members of his family, including his brothers Basil and the former president of Sri Lanka, Mahinda Rajapaksa, have also fled along with other generations of this uh, dynasty. So this is a very significant moment. The question now is what happens next in Sri Lanka, given the president has fled and the prime minister resigned. Goal says the country is facing a constitutional crisis. Technically, the speaker of the parliament, uh, Mahinda Yapa Abewadina, is supposed to be taking over temporarily, but he is seen as a Rajapaksa own an acolyte, so he would be extremely unpopular. It does look like that there will be expectation that the military will have to assume some sort of temporary power. On Wednesday, demonstrators said the political struggle will continue despite the president's movement. Here's activist Shintaka Pradeep. There was no way the president could stay in the country. He has been in hiding all this time, so he will have to live out of the country. But just because he has left doesn't mean the struggle is over. If he has robbed, then the struggle will continue until all is confiscated. As protesters, what we have to say is that he is not going to escape just because he's left the country. The protest against Sri Lanka's economic crisis came to a head last weekend after months of simmering when hundreds of thousands of people stormed government buildings in Colombo. An American newspaper has come under fire for publishing CCTV footage from the Uvalde Elementary School shooting in May. It shows the teenage gunman, Salvador Ramos, walking through Robb Elementary into a classroom followed by the sound of gunfire. The families of the 19 children and two teachers killed have been campaigning for the footage to be released. But Uvalde's mayor, Don McLaughlin, isn't happy. The way that video was released today is one of the most chicken things I've ever seen. All these news agencies knew they were going to have a meeting Sunday to give the report to the family members Sunday morning. 
And then Sunday afternoon at around 2 o'clock, they were going to come back and answer the family's questions and show them the video. Following its release, Uvalde residents demanded answers from city officials for having viewed the response from law enforcement. 911 calls coming in from this little this child saying, I can hear them. I can hear them tell them to come in. I didn't write. They signed up for this, to serve and to protect. Did anybody see them do a good job? Just because they tried to go in there, was that good enough? Is that good enough for the people that were bleeding out? It's hard to watch, but they want to see it. They want to know what happened. The police response to the shooting has been heavily criticized, with the Texas Department of Public Safety describing it as a failure. Its report found that a Uvalde police officer could have shot Ramos before he entered the school, but hesitated while they waited for permission from a supervisor. On the way... The composer of the Bond theme has died, and you can now eat the rich. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The social media firm Twitter is suing the world's richest man after Elon Musk pulled out of a $44 billion deal to buy the company. Twitter's legal action is trying to force Mr. Musk to complete the mammoth takeover after he agreed to pay $54.20 a share. Musk, who also is the primary stakeholder of Tesla and SpaceX, claimed he walked away after Twitter had not given him information about the number of fake and spam accounts on the platform. The lawsuit accuses Mr. Musk of a string of violations against the merger agreement and says it has cast a pall over Twitter and its business. It also claims that the Tesla boss wanted out as the transaction no longer serves his personal interests and due to the downturn in the stock market. Twitter's share price has fallen more than 8% in the last month, while Mr. Musk's stake in Tesla has tumbled more than $100 billion since its peak in November last year. The original merger agreement between Elon Musk and Twitter includes a $1 billion breakup fee. To Panama, where unrest continues in the streets even after government measures to ease the burden of food and fuel prices. On Tuesday, the government announced price controls for some food items, along with a series of austerity measures designed to rein in the surging inflation that are to be in place through December. President Laurentino Cortizo has also announced that his administration will be fixing the price of gasoline and diesel at $3.95 per gallon for three months starting on the 15th of July. However, despite these measures, the leader of the National Alliance for the Rights of the Organized People, Luis Sanchez, said protesters are still not happy. Mr. President, the people sent you a clear and loud message. The people are organized and in the streets. The people do not accept the $3.95 price of gas. The people are waiting for you to correct the proposal that we consider unjust and lacking justice for the people. President Cortizo's office has ordered government agencies to cut the state payroll by 10% create and implement a voluntary retirement program for public employees, tighten up an oversight of salary increases, and ban some business travel for public workers, as well as other measures. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With more on a warning from Tiger Woods to fellow golfers, here's John Jackson. Tiger Woods has sent a warning to golfers who've chosen to join the controversial Live Golf Invitational Series. The 15-time major champion suggested these players should enjoy the Open this weekend because the door to major championships could soon be closed. 
While the US and European-based tours have banned and fined anyone joining the Live Series, the majors have so far allowed golfers who've qualified to continue to compete. The eight-event Live Series is bankrolled by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund and is offering supersized purses with Woods' old rival Phil Mickelson reportedly paid $200 million US dollars to move across. Tiger says he can't understand it. What these players are doing for you know guaranteed money, what is the incentive to practice? What is the incentive to go out there and earn it in the dirt? You're just getting paid a lot of money up front. The Open starts on Thursday at St Andrews in Scotland. Woods is paired with US Open champion Matt Fitzpatrick and American Max Homer for the first two rounds. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. The man behind one of cinema's most iconic theme tunes has died. Monty Norman, whose works include the infamous James Bond theme tune, passed away on Monday at the age of 94 following a short illness. The East Londoner had composed shows for West End musicals before writing the music to the first James Bond movie, 1962's Doctor No!, The music has subsequently been used throughout the franchise's entire series. Norman actually needed to be persuaded to compose the famous spy tune, with an all-expenses-pay trip to Jamaica from 007 producer Cubby Broccoli doing the trick. Nothing says summer like an ice-cold popsicle, and for New Yorkers and Los Angelinos, they can now get their chili fix in the shape of a billionaire's head. Eat the Rich popsicles are being sold for $10 by Brooklyn Artist Collective Mischief out of ice cream trucks in New York and L.A., with a choice of the head of Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Jack Ma, Elon Musk, or Mark Zuckerberg. The ice cream truck is adorned with the signs Suck Zuck, Gobbled Gates, Bite Bezos, Munch Musk, and Snack on Jack. Customer Angelica Wilson took a bite of Bezos as she marvelled at his likeness. I mean, you have the red eyes. I'm not going to say what that symbolises, but you can guess. But yeah, pay your workers more. (laughs) The popsicles are being sold through Wednesday. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday, the 13th of July. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, It's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Crossroads. 
Wires, which is taking place in some really amazing venues across Sheffield from the 31st of May to the 2nd of June. So other podcasters that you'll be able to see include Katie Price, Catherine Ryan, Romash Ranganathan and the original Adam Buxton. But there's also a whole host of free fringe events, family shows, surprise acts and after parties that Jane and I haven't yet been invited to. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. Head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information.